this flyover clip. Somebody that's probably the best in the business. I think she spent 17 years on 60 Minutes. Uh, one of the best investigative journalists of all time. Laura Logan is doing a, a multi-part series a documentary on the people telling their stories. I want to play the trailer for it real quick. She just sent it over today. And I'm excited for this to come out because once you see the images and you hear the story told in a compelling way, things change. People yeah. get it. Let's play this clip real quick and get your reaction. You've learned a lot more about January 6th. You talked to hundreds of defendants. What have you learned? Well, first I've learned about pain. I believe in my nephew. I am proud of him. He was just larger than life. We wanted to come and kind of just share what really happened today. He had never been in trouble before in his life. So this was just so overwhelming. I was sitting in my home and I got a call from his uncle. What did he say? They robbed him of his hope, his will to live. They took his fight away from him. They broke him. They completely broke him, and they broke his heart. It's hard to find the truth these days, and it's needed now more than ever. We've traveled the country to bring you honest, accurate reporting. Bottom line, Laura, if they didn't want people going to the Capitol, they didn't want people even getting close to the Capitol, it never would have happened. It happened because they wanted to happen. No one was stopping you. This is the government we're talking about, okay? Like they have like nukes and F-15s. They can do whatever they want to stop average people like me. 34-year-old Roseanne Boylan was one of four people killed. This was a woman who got pushed down, smothered, trampled, and then beaten. Had this been covered at all by anyone else in the media? No. They named me as one of the insurrectionists that was preventing the cops from rescuing her. Was that true? Absolutely not. This crutch was right at my feet, and I put it above my head, and I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, please stop this. Jeremy was at the Capitol providing security. I mean, he's quite literally the poster boy for the special forces. When you were arrested, they never sat you down and said, is this yours? No, because they're the same officers that recruited me on December 9th of 2020. From Department of Homeland Security. The same two guys. These people are hiding all of this information, and judges have let them get away with that. You could be here forever. I will be here as long as the American people leave me here. I'm Laura Logan with the rest of the story. Join us. Wow. It's so hard not to get emotional on that. Mm -hmm. The last person you saw there who's in jail is Jeremy Brown. And his case is like the, the saddest because he didn't go into the Capitol. Sorry, guys. No. I spoke with him multiple times. We've had him on the show. Me and Amarok are very emotional because he's somebody, and I, and I push him with all these congressional members. He is somebody who, he was, they were trying to recruit him as an informant. He didn't do it. He's a former Green Beret. He's a highly respected individual. Um, you read his backgrounds. His, his brother was a veteran as well. His whole family has served his country. Sadly, his, his, his brother committed suicide and he lost his brother. Um, but this guy is so strong. They lip, So he saw Christopher Ray testifying and saying that like, there was nobody for the FBI on January 6th in or around the Capitol. And um, Jeremy saw that and was really upset. And he had the footage of the FBI trying to recruit him as an informant. He had the surveillance footage, which he saw outside of those two officers, those agents outside of his home. And then um, 
his girlfriend said that he wasn't, he wasn't there. And so, um, they met, agreed to meet later on. And he said, the only condition is I have to record it. And so they allowed him to. And in the recording is you hear them say like, oh, we're going to, um, potentially work together. You might potentially be working with the federal government again. And they're joking about it. Jeremy rejected it. He released this footage and just weeks later, he was hit with two misdemeanor uh, charges, misdemeanor. So they're not they're not felonies. They were just minor uh, charges. He was never in the Capitol. He actually is on video rescuing a woman who's about to be trampled by the by the police. And he rescues her and pulls her out of there and saves her life. Right. So it could have been five people dead that day. And he saved this woman. And the DOJ goes back, spits in his face, gets an an arrest warrant and a search warrant for his home here in Florida. And. They end up saying that they found a, a, a legal gun, which, according to court records, the illegal gun was a sawed-off gun. When his brother committed suicide, it was a, it was a family, it was a, it was a gun that was passed down to Rao's family. I'm sorry, guys, like I just get so upset about this no, story. It's really good. angry. Like these are real people. They don't understand this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so they hit him with charges with that. They also claimed there was two grenades found um, on his property. Those grenades, they had him DNA tested. His fingerprints weren't on them. And there was a hair particle that didn't match him, his girlfriend, or any of his animals in his home. Um, they hit him with that. Then they also hit him with other charges regarding documents they said were classified and he was not allowed to bring home. Um, but the jury found him not guilty on those two charges. I believe it was two charges. So he was convicted on the guns and the grenades. And he was sentenced to, I believe, eight years in prison. But, right, two misdemeanor charges for um, staying in a restricted area in D.C., that trial hasn't even happened yet. He's been sitting in jail. And if you look at the pictures, and that's what got me really upset, because if you look at the pictures, I haven't seen Jeremy. We've only spoken on the phone. He's aged drastically in jail. And that's heartbreaking because this is somebody who shouldn't be in there in the first place. Right. And I'm sure it's causing him a lot of stress. I've sat on calls listening to him argue in his own defense for, tri- for his trials and like his court dates and like trying to speak. He didn't have a lawyer at first for the Tampa case. And so he was arguing on his own behalf. And you could hear the emotion in his voice because he's like, trying to talk about the constitution and implement what should be his constitutional rights. And he's just getting smacked around by, by the judge, the DOJ, like nobody cares about the constitution. And so seeing him, I'm glad Laura spoke with him. He's an incredible person. Everyone needs to know his story. Um, sadly, they are going to leave him in jail for a couple more years. And um, it's, it's just a huge disappointment. And I, I've reached out to congressional members. I'm trying to get his story heard. Everyone's keeping their distance um, from this story, and we don't know why. But he's a good human being, and he should not be in prison. Wow! And that's we got to break these down story by story by story because they're real people. Yeah. And until you you put you know skin and flesh and and on the, on them, it, it's just a narrative that's been spun with the same footage by the major uh, mainstream media outlets. Mm-hmm. And we're in a place, and you know the Bible references as a, as an era where good is called evil and evil is called good, and mm-hmm. um. Uh, it's almost like the earth itself right now is crying out for justice. We all feel that and uh, it needs to be served. I totally yeah. agree. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing the information that you had there and adding to that. We You're really appreciate it. You are the best. Thank you for all the research <laughs> that you've done and everything that you do to try to help get out this information. So we all know the truth. Thank you, David. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. 
you can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hardwood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.